Uh, yeah, hello? Hey, Mac. Oh, yeah, no worries, man. It's okay. You know, I'm just, I'm getting stuff set for the studio. If you're running a few minutes late, that's, uh, that's no problem. I'll, uh, tweak the knobs and prep the mics. <laughs> oh, don't, don't say that again. You're right. Okay, right. Okay, I'll, I'll see you in a little bit. Uh, hello? Hello there. It's me, the magical wizard gamekeeper, here with a message. A magical message. You're about to enter a world of fantasy. So like, and it, okay, right. You're like, you're like Hagrid. No, then. no, don't say that name or we'll be paying royalties till we're dead. I'm here to invite you to a world of fantasy and adventure. Okay, that's okay. Well, right. I'm, I have something I need to get to. Am I, I'm a wizard then. Do you have like a message for me? I kind of no, have like. Probably not. Most people, it's a puberty. Oh, shit. I mean, am I going to Hogwarts? What did I just tell you? You can't even say that name. Now you owe Warner Brothers 50 fantasy dollars. Any cryptocurrency will do. All right, just, can, it, can you just give me this magical message? I, again, I think so. Right you are. <clears throat> You're about to enter a world of fantasy and adventure reading The Lightning Struck Art by T.J. Clune. It's full of fantastic, oh, ah, I mean, wonderful <laughs> beasts, like the majestic hornless unicorn. Uh, hornless Unicorn is like a, so like a horse. A gay horse. Are you, I mean, is it like a joke or I don't really. Nope. That's really in the actual book you and Mac are going to read. I I guess I don't want to be that guy. I mean, it's kind of a sensitive time, but isn't it like a little homophobic to assume that a horse is gay solely on the fact that it's a unicorn? Well, gotta go. Uh, I'm not getting canceled today. Gotta fly. Oh, hey, Lucky. Whoa. Did you just see that guy fly off? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was in here just a second ago. It's a shame he wouldn't stick around for the episode. No, no, I can't do two voices. Uh, ready to get started? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Welcome back to the Gentleman's Romantic Book Nook, a journey into love and literature. I am your co-host, Lucky, and with me, as always, is your other co-host, Mac W. Money, broadcasting to you live from Portland, Oregon. That's right, friends and neighbors, this is the show where we read the wackiest romance novels we can find from the mainstream to the extremely niche, and this one is extremely niche, so uh, pull up a chair, throw another log on the fire, because now is the time for love. That's right, it's the time for love, fantasy, comedy? There's a lot going on in this book that I think is going to be... um a ripe field for us to just pluck great humor and bits and review from. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, As always, we're going to be reading the book in three parts. Today, we're just going to kind of go over a little bit of why we picked it. Uh, Lucky, this was your choice. You found this. You brought this to the GR Booknook table. What drew you to this one? Uh, Honestly, I got to say the fact that we're going to be getting a little comedy in one of these books, I think Mm -hmm. is going to be kind of this difference in what we've seen before you know all the romance we've read is pretty serious or if not serious more like horror themed or maybe holiday themed i think that this is going to be a really interesting change and a big step for us on this journey that we're taking together it's a journey into love a journey into literature a journey into the lightning struck heart by tj clue tales from vernanya number one <laughs> this is a this is the first part of a series it's worth noting uh though i don't think we're going to be going past the first book uh, yeah, and that none of that was a joke in the intro. There really is a gay unicorn with no horn in this book. 
And there really was a large man offering me some type of magic message knocking on a studio door who flew away on a broom. Sounds handsome. He was he was striking, I got to say. Um, he didn't really have much substance in the message other than the book we're reading, um, but he did fly. So, I mean, there's some truth in his words. Well, Warner Brothers is notoriously litigious, so got to watch out for that. I think what struck me so much about this choice is just the absolute ridiculousness of the back of the book that, um, you know, uh, rather than just talking about it, Mac, would you mind just uh, giving us a little bit of flavor on the back of the book? Once upon a time. In an alleyway in the slums of the city of Locks, a young and somewhat lonely boy named Sam Haversford turns a group of teenage douchebags into stone <laughs> completely by accident. Yeah, I think that was the point in the description where I was like, okay, I think I know what the tone of this book is going to be. <laughs> Hit us with a douchebag pretty early on, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm getting a young adult vibe early on. Haversford, douchebag. I hate fantasy novels where they use all these made up words. <laughs> Hit me with something real. Of course, this catches the attention of a higher power, and Sam's pulled from the only world he knows to become an apprentice to the King's Wizard, Morgan of Shadows. Okay, see, now we're getting into the fantasy. Morgan of Shadows, that's what I'm talking about. That's, I'm craving something in the fantasy realm, and mm, I'm, it's just, it's delicate, it's delicious, it's happening. So the word, the, the teenage douchebags in the City of Locks, is the City of Locks a fantasy world? Do we think he's being pulled from our world into a fantasy world, or is he going from just like one city to like a really more like magical city. I think that I think it's the latter. I think that he is in some kind of shitty city without much magic. And then by turning said douchebags into stone, he's summoned to magic capital. Okay. I see. So he starts off in like Gresham and now he's in like us. We go right. Exactly. Exactly. Like Portland peeps out there. Get that geographical joke <laughs> for my Oregon followers. <laughs> <laughs> When Sam is 14, he enters the Dark Woods. Dark and Woods are both capitalized. <laughs> and returns with Gary, the hornless gay unicorn. We weren't joking. And a half-giant named T, earning the moniker Sam of Wilds. There's a lot in that one. <laughs> I guess it's only one <laughs> sentence that we get a lot of information. Yeah, I love, again, this fantasy name convention. Dark Woods, like, didn't pull a lot of brain muscle there. This should be the only thing on the back of the book. When Sam is 14, he enters the Dark Woods and returns with Gary, the hornless gay unicorn, and a half-giant named Tiggy, earning the moniker Sam of Wilds. This is what the book is about. The, I, again, and I want to reiterate this point from the intro, it's just a horse, right? I, I mean, there's got to be some plot point around this unicorn losing its horn, or maybe a horse becoming sentient. A con and man. A, a con horse. Yeah, and a con man. <laughs> I'm a centaur whose lower half is human. And the upper half? Also human. <laughs> so you're just a you're just a dude with hooves. <laughs> uh, feet for hooves. Okay. <laughs> human hooves. <laughs> <laughs> at fifteen, Sam learns what love truly is when a new knight arrives at the castle. Sir Ryan Foxheart, the dreamiest dream to have ever been dreamed. Mm, that's a name. Foxheart, I love it. Getting some Hudson Craft energy from this dreamy dreamboat. Naturally, it all goes to hell through the years when Ryan dates the reprehensible prince, Justin. Sam can't control his magic. A sexually aggressive dragon kidnaps the prince, and the king sends them on an epic quest to save Ryan's boyfriend, all while Sam falls more in love with someone he can never have. The lightning struck hard by T.J. Clune, I, I as noticed... read by Mac W. Money. 
flip over this cassette to return to the beginning of the description. <laughs> I, I noticed you left off a little stinger at the very end there. Uh, something to give the reader. Oh hope. shoot! I didn't. Even that. <laughs> I, I flipped the cassette, but oh wait, hold on! There was more. <laughs> Don't flip the cassette. The real fans have stuck around for the secret ending. So it sounds or like so it's he gonna thinks. It's hard to tell when this cassette's going to end. It's just there's a secret ending on secret ending. <laughs> Naturally, it all goes to hell through the years when Ryan dates the reprehensible Prince Justin. Sam can't control his magic. A sexually aggressive dragon kid dumps the prince and the king sends them on an epic quest to save Ryan's boyfriend. All while Sam falls more in love with someone he can never have. Or so he thinks. Excellent. Excellent. It sounds like we're going to get a full adventure of Sam's life. You know, he gets a cool name by hanging out with, I don't know, a horse and a giant. He falls in love with somebody who's dating a prince. A dragon's going to try to have sex with somebody at some point, which I guess we're just going to have to deal with. Can we say sex on this show? Uh, We haven't so far, but I think we're about breaking boundaries. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that sexually aggressive dragon drifting back into bear-atory. I don't think we're ever going to fully get over what happened in bear. And I, yeah, I definitely got flashes of that as well when some four-legged creature is going to be sexually aggressive to somebody it makes me very nervous i gotta say the back of this book actually makes me pretty excited for this read i you know as we mentioned before some of these other books have been a bit more of a slog for our own personal reading styles like this one looks like it's got magic there's definitely some type of like fantasy deep fantasy-esque stuff going on so i'm excited about that like you said, I'm stoked for the comedy because it seems like this book's going to be a little bit more self-aware than some of the other mm. books we've read because uh, romance novels tend to be very genuine. They have to be very like forthright with the romance, even if it's a cheesy, unbelievable romance. The book has to take it seriously or the readers won't take it seriously. Uh, but that doesn't leave a lot of room for like meta satire jokes. And we haven't really seen a whole lot of that in any of the books we've read. So it'll be cool to see something that's like, we know what we're doing. Wink, wink. Prince Justin. It'll be fun trying to review it when there's so much comedy inlaid in it already. I mean, I feel like our job is almost done, which is fantastic. We just get to read and enjoy and take take this journey with our audience. Interesting little author factoid here. TJ Klune used to be a claims examiner for an insurance company. So hopefully he has lots of fun stories from that job that he'll be bringing to the table. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that easily being interwoven into this fantasy adventure. Uh, he's fairly well known. He's got a lot of books out there. Uh, the House in the Cerulean Sea, Into This River I Drowned, which was a Lambda Award winner. Um, the Extraordinaires is a series that he's written. I don't know that everything he writes is like completely. This seems like very sexual <laughs> compared to some of his other uh, works. But it's one common thread is that he often has uh, queer characters in his work. And there's even like a statement on his Goodreads bio about queer representation being important, that he's queer himself and he loves seeing those positive, accurate depictions. So it'll be cool to get like a, some same sex romance and drama um, without, you know, maybe the characters summoning up a demon like in our previous gay romance novel. Yeah, I'm certainly curious about the dichotomy between those two. I think it's going to be really interesting to compare what Wittershins was. And I know we're focusing on a lot of old books, but this is a journey we're, we're moving on forward in our in our experiences. I'm curious to see that comparison side by side, the horror with the romance element versus kind of this fantasy comedy. As scary as a sexually aggressive dragon is, you know, it's probably going to be hitting us with some quippy one-liners that might be fantastic. Uh, believe it or not, this episode is not sponsored by J.K. Rowling or Warner Brothers, despite <laughs> what the opening bit might have you believe. Um, and maybe because of that or in spite of that bit, uh, we wanted to highlight an organization we've talked about on the show before called The Trevor Project. 
the Trevor Project is the leading national organization providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning young people under 25. Um, that's just like their tagline mission statement that, and really just the tip of the iceberg of the stuff that they do. You can head over to their website. Uh, we'll put the link in the episode description, but it's the trevorproject.org. Um, and you, they have a bunch of resources there, education and ways you can get involved with their mission. Um, it's a cause that's kind of near and dear to, to my heart. Um, and so coincidentally, TJ Clune's website has a merch page where a portion of every sale goes to the Trevor Project. So, um, you know, check that out if you want to. But if you head to the Trevor Project, you can give uh, directly to them, which is the best way to support their mission if you're able. If you need help, they are available for you 24-7. You can reach them at their hotline. Uh, we'll put that in the episode description as well. Uh, and they're, they're a fantastic organization. So we just we implore you to check them out. Mac, I, uh, I did a little extra homework on this one. Nerd. I... Yeah, I know, I know, embarrassing. But uh, I do have a little game for you that I like to that I like Ooh. to pitch to you. Yeah, Blindfold. something. To... I'll get my blindfold. Not that kind of game. No, stop it's on. up the blindfold. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess you don't need a podcast. Oh, who said that? No, it's it's still lucky. My hands stuck between two pillows. <laughs> All right. So the game is called Title or Lytle. The chapters okay. in this book are absolutely buck wild in uh, execution in name. And I had a little bit of fun picking between them and making up some of my own. And I'd like you to guess between two options, which is the real title and which is one I came up in my kooky brain. These are chapter titles from the, the lightning struck heart. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll give you I'll give you a freebie just to kind of warm you up and okay. maybe you can get a sense of what this is going to be like. Which is real? The sexually aggressive dragon or stitch me up, Tiggy? <laughs> um... I'm guessing that the Stitch Me Up Tiggy is the real one. Oh, actually, no, actually, the Sexually Aggressive Dragon was the free. The real oh, one. I assume that <laughs> since the back of the book spoiled that one. Okay, well, that's a freebie, right? That doesn't, that's not going to count. That doesn't count, doesn't count. No, 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 I've got the scoreboard here. I haven't written anything okay, down. that was the warm-up. Starting from zero. Turning noses into dicks and other stories, or unicorns shouldn't make innuendos. <laughs> Hit me with that first one again. Yeah, of course. Turning noses into dicks and other stories. That's the real one. You got it. Well done. <laughs> well done. That is going to be a real chapter we get to read. And I'm very much looking forward oh, to what this gosh. book is going to bring. Six inch tall, angry, naked men with wings. <laughs> or a sexually aggressive broomstick named Domino. Oh, God. Um, sexually aggressive broomstick is probably fake. You got me. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought I was going to trick you with a domino with a little name there, but no, no, absolutely. <laughs> Six inch tall, angry, naked men with wings. Very much a real chapter. I can't wait to get to it. Does that come early in the book or later? Uh, it's much later. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a lot to get through before we get into that situation. Good. Okay. Please don't make my nipples explode or accident at the creamery. <laughs> that's there's that's just the. That's um, those both sound like this, like subsequent chapters. I am going to guess that accident at the creamery is real. Gotcha. Nope. Sorry. Please <sighs> don't make my nipples explode is chapter two of this book. See, I thought you were going to throw a curveball at me. So I thought I sort of, <laughs> I zigged because I thought you were going to zag. All right. <laughs> it still sounds like there was an accident at the creamery. I, there's going to be an accident at the creamery, I am sure, uh, based on my light <laughs> research I've done in this book. 
shit just got real, son. Or literally everyone eats breakfast. <laughs> uh, literally everyone eats breakfast could be the title of the next Song of Ice and Fire novel. <laughs> uh, that's good. Is, is that the real one? Breakfast? Curveball. They're both real. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rules in this game. I guess I didn't. I didn't ask. <laughs> well, uh, taking a look at the scoreboard here, Mac, you have absolutely dominated this game. Congratulations. That was uh, that was very well done. Yes. Impressive. Impressive stuff. So I mentioned this earlier. Um, as always, there's a couple of books that we try out that don't quite pass the smell test, but <laughs> we think are really funny and we want to bring to you anyway. Uh, and any of you out there who are listening, if you do read this book, Please let us know. It's called Dragon Actually by oh, G.A. Aiken. We were so close it, um, to picking this one. Yeah. This, this is like at I the mean, top of the stack for the entirety of Makeup Breakup. And then just at the last minute, the lightning struck heart swooped in above it. I mean, our fear about animal on human loving, I think. It was just a little too close with this book. And this like um, explicit. Uh, uh, are you going to read the Do you want to read the back of the book? This yeah, I think that would be good. Okay, Give yeah. people a little bit of flavor. <clears throat> It's not always easy being a female warrior with a nickname like Anvil the Bloody. Men tend to either cower in fear, a lot, or else salute. It's true that Anvil has a knack for decapitating legions of her ruthless brother's soldiers without pause for breath. But just once it would be nice to be able to really talk to a man the way she can talk to Fergus the Destroyer. <laughs> Too bad that Fergus is a dragon of the large, scaly, and deadly type. With him, Anwil feels safe. A far cry from the feelings aroused by the hard-bodied, arrogant knight Fergus has arranged to help her train for battle. With her days spent fighting a man who filled her with a fierce, heady desire, her <laughs> nights spent in the company of a magical creature who could smite a village just by exhaling, Anwil is sure life couldn't get any stranger. She's wrong. <laughs> I like that stinger at the end. She's wrong. She's wrong. She it can get weirder. She couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> this book's going to get buck wild. It, I mean, it sounds so interesting, but like, oh, <laughs> something about it. It is a large scaly dragon. I mean, heady desire is really gross to me for some reason. I don't know why <laughs> it make, it fills me with an icky feeling. The cover of the book doesn't show a dragon man. It just shows this like perfectly chiseled bah the hair no chest hair none of these models <laughs> seem to have uh chest hair or uh you know real men have hair and i'd like to see that on one of these covers and not one of the werewolf books because that's sort of cheating yeah i feel like at that point you can't have a hairless werewolf we're, we're, we're back in the cycle it's just a man goodreads is suggesting me another book on the dragon actually page called the main event which is i believe about lion shifters and the dude on the front is like this hairless twunk and it's like that's he doesn't look like he's turning into a where does the hair go lucky where does the hair go <laughs> and it's a question that i think we're not going to be able to solve in this next novel nor the next 10 but it's something i'm keeping in the forefront of my mind as we journey into literature and love uh i i'm not going to read the whole thing but i just from the main event which is from the series pride this is pride book number one mace llewellyn brendan shaw two tall gorgeous sexy alpha heroes who are 100 male with a little something extra. Lion shifters, to be exact, who can unleash okay, every well. woman's animal side and still look good. Okay. Huh. <laughs> so not not human animal relations, but they turn into but maybe. The so main it's event possible. is the title of that book by Shelley Lawrenston. 
if you've read the main event or dragon actually uh and you want to tell us about it please do you can reach out to us our email is grbooknook at gmail.com we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on fire yeah you can get at us at at grbooknook on twitter and instagram we're saying all kinds of funny stuff out there and we want to uh, we want to just say, please share the show with your friends. You know, we don't do any type of advertising in any way um, other than the fantastic memes we put up. Otherwise, you know, word of mouth is how we get the show out. Yeah, the show is like a book club where you don't have to read the books yourself. So basically like every book club you've ever been a part of. Nor do you need to enjoy the particular subject matter of the book because we'll make it funny. And we typically it. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a quick thank you to uh, RKVC for our new intro and outro music, Side Scroller. Oh, uh, man. Loving this tune. This one's really doing it for me. It's got that fantasy vibe I also crave. It's funny because we don't listen to the the theme music doesn't play for us before the show starts. So sometimes uh, there's like this clash and it's like, hello and welcome back. Black W. Money with a very relaxing episode for you today. If you do want to read along with us, uh, we're going to be reading chapters 1 through 10. Uh, this has got 30 chapters, so it'll be 10, 10, and 10 for that final episode. Um, that first episode covering the book is going to be out on April 9th. Boy, we sure had a lot of fun here this week on the Gentleman's Romantic Book Nook. Hi, I'm Owen Wilson. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> and it's the real serious problem out there with the dragons. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am Owen Wilson, too. Oh, wow. There's a lot of dra- dragons out there. Man, I'm so glad we had this bit locked down. This is so good. Oh, oh, oh wow. Oh, Where's my pal Jackie oh, Chan? Oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> cool. Oh. Really? Don't fall in love with dragons, kids. <laughs> we really should prepare more. Or pick impressions that we can do. I don't don't even know what Owen Wilson sounds like. I just used my voice and said, wow, a bunch. (laughs) So, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. We have to know these. Definitely.